Hello, my little listeners. It's your big, beefy, brisket, Wolf the Dog. And I'm here to sizzle myself up and feed myself to all of my hungry little babies. Make sure and take a Pepto, baby, because I don't go down smooth. I am digesting it, y'all, live from 694.2 PTBP, the best radio show that also operates as a pop-up barbecue restaurant. While we digest and digress, why not see what the adoring public is saying about us, shall we? I hope I impress. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is from KDB in West Virginia, who tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod. A quick and easy way to make Wolf feel loved and supported. KDB writes, Hello, coming at you from the land of the cryptids, almost heaven, West Virginia. I've been listening since early season one, and I'm loving all the eldritch horror y'all bring into my day. Thanks for your absolutely inspired characters, stories, editing, and for spicing up my music taste. Shout out to my friend Sid, who I will eventually convince to listen to this podcast alongside me. And stay safe out there, Wolf. We can't have the horrors that be stopping you from your wonderful hosting. Horrors that be stopping me? <laughs> if there's one thing you should know, KDB in West Virginia, it's that the whores that be should be terrified of me. There is no horror that I cannot simply consume. Any deranged beings out there that don't fear or respect me simply haven't witnessed my capacity. If you want to write up something for your big beefy wolf to howl, make a notification pop up on one of my many devices. How, you may ask? Just play some golf inside the libretto. That's right. The links are in the show notes. Oh, and I'm getting word here that my producer wants to add that also in those sweet, delicious network revisions wrapped sausages are portals to our Patreon and merch shop. Let's make a deal. You slip me some greasy dollars, and I'll keep reading the news. Last time, Julius blacked out at the foundry after his liquid inauguration into the 24-hour city news family. But Beck and Cal actually remembered their evening's post-printing press. Beck was heckled by his disappointed mother, Kim, and Cal had an endearing heart-to-heart with his daughter, Carol. Which is great. I'll bet his story continues to be wholesome and delightful and definitely will not devolve into unadulterated madness. Probably. But keep your chin up. I've got a fresh little ditty here for our fifth episode of season two. Prepare yourself for a brand new theme song. It's Alter Girl with My Life is Great and It's All My Fault. Dude, uh, I just remember this, but 
uh, last night, I woke up in the middle of the night because I like thought I was choking. Well, it was like I was having a dream where I thought I was choking. Then I woke up. Do what? <laughs> On D's nest. No, I woke up and both sides of my nose were bleeding. And I was just like breathing it in. And then this morning when I took a shower, I was like, oh, I got to blow my nose. And I blew out a chunk of like dried blood that was like this fucking long. Woo. And it was, it was rad and disgusting. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Also very satisfying. My dad gets them all the time from doing cocaine. And my I get them all the time because my dad made me do cocaine when I was a little kid. That's cool. Your dad sounds cool. Well, it is cool. because You're like, yeah, I know somebody who can get you cocaine. <laughs> my, dad, my dad. My cool dad. This is my mom and my plug. <laughs> <laughs> my in you that wanna... order. I love my mom. <laughs> Fade up on Tuesday, July 5th. It's the Tuesday morning meeting here at Cannes. And as you're looking around the room, you notice that the producer of City Action News, Ty Rayland, is nowhere to be found. He's normally at the, uh, the big chair at the head of the table here at this long table in this beautiful conference room. Isabella Kaya, the head anchor City Action News, who was once co-anchor with Cal Colorado, but now is the sole lead of City Action News. She walks forward to the front of the room and stands at the head of the table. Hello, everyone. Thank you all so much for being here today. As you may have heard, Tyfe Rayland, our beautiful boss, is... Out having a meeting at the city tower with the who's who and what not. So I'll be handing out assignments today. Quick question, just as a newsman. Cal raises his hand. Who is who and what is what not? She giggles to herself and uh, gives a massive eye roll to the uh, sports person and the news person who work here at City And Action their names news. both start with S and their names are... Howard Chesh. Is the weatherman Shay Star and Shay Star? Nice. Okay. Well done. I knew Shay Star. Yeah, That's two a, S's. Two S's. Shay Star. Well done. <laughs> you said the meeting, yeah, the meeting was at City Tower. You called it. Yeah, the City Tower, and it's shaped like the Teen Titans building. <laughs> I'm here for that. You like that? Yeah, that's I like a that. little local <laughs> reference uh, for Springfield listeners. All, all four of us. Springfield is the headquarters of, of the Teen, Teen Titans. Titans. <laughs> dude, the Hammonds Tower is the Teen Titans building. Dude. Yeah, but I was picturing the Teen Titans <laughs> Tower. Which is one in the same. Okay, no, it's not. <laughs> it's similar looking. Um, the Teen Titans is a giant, a giant T. Tea. And the Hammonds Tower is has a, a little... giant, has giant T's on the side of all four sides. Uh, no, it. it has like... Anyway, Julia says... Um, a slightly larger section at the top. It's like a big blob at the top. Yeah. The T on top of the Teen Titans Tower is literally as long as the building itself. <laughs> I'm not saying that Hammond's Tower looks exactly the same as Teen Titans Tower, but I'm saying if Hammond's Tower looks like anything, it looks like the Teen Luke, Titans Tower. Luke, I got your back on that. That that looks it, that it looks, looks like, like a caricature the fucking Hammond's, of Hammond's Tower, Tower, bro. Okay. Joe, you're right. That looks exactly like the yeah, Teen Joe, Titans Joe, Tower. You're right. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> the Hammond Tower is literally a giant T, bro. <laughs> no, man. It's like an I with no bottom piece. No, no, no. Look at, 
It's like an eye with no bottom piece, so like a T? No, man. How do you draw your eyes? Does like your- a T with a bottom T. Motherfu- hey, guys, Google Google the Hammonds Tower in Springfield, Missouri, and tell me I'm not tell- fucking wrong. Tell me. Google it. Tweet at Luke Ginneman and tell me how right I am. At, in- at indoor two wrong. underscores living. The Hammonds Tower me. would be... It, the Hammonds Tower looks like a T if you like chopped its arms off at the shoulder <laughs> i mean look at this picture this is it's a t if you ignore most of the building okay this is a stupid discussion no this is what the people want to hear they want to hear what about letters <laughs> yeah look yeah. at that right I, th- yeah. I think that you would be hard-pressed to find anybody who wouldn't go huh when you huh. saw that looks a lot like the teen joe has Titan shown us building a reasonably damning comparison <laughs> <laughs> you guys just don't want to believe the things i say because uh, guess what? I speak the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, busy at a meeting at the city tower, but you guys are here in the conference room at City Action News Studios, where Isabella Kaya is handing out the assignments. Okay, Cal, uh, I actually got you something pretty great. Uh, it's an exclusive. Yeah, you with me? Exclusive. Yeah. Oh, I love it when you use my language. <laughs> yes, you got exclusive. Under his breath, he's like, I taught you to say exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Cal stabs his leg with his pen under the table. <laughs> this exclusive is just for you, Cal, and your whole team here. Um, just so, goes, just so you guys know, I'm texting my uncle to see what's up. He makes <laughs> sure to interrupt her on, on that. Okay, are you done? Julius, it's not polite to interrupt, especially women. I act like I didn't say anything. Okay. Weird. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's an it's exclusive with the Gato Company. It's exclusive on the Gato Company. Apparently, they have this secret company town, and someone out there is going to show you around. Apparently, I don't know. Uh, Fred Gato, and kind of the whole crowd is like <gasps> holding their breath. Won't be there, and everyone's like, Ugh. as you know, he uh, likes to, you know be on camera as little as possible when he's not fully in control of the narrative, you know, as those big boys like to do. So there's actually just a dropped pin for the address. Not sure what that's about. Actually, this might just be like a wild goose chase. Who knows? Like who dropped the pin though? Can't reveal the source at this time, I'm being told. I mean, I could take a look at that and like, I I, I might be able to find like, a trace of like who maybe like dropped the pin or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Uh, on your way out, just see uh, who was the PA, who was the intern, who was running oh, for you guys. That's a fantastic question. He can't look uh, Julius in the eye right now <laughs> yeah. because of what happened during the printing press. <laughs> he ripped my fucking. He it's ripped, the, yeah, it's the one who ripped, ripped your shirt off because yeah, he was like but fucking plastic during the rip. It. I can't wear that suit anymore <laughs> during the. Rip. I don't remember a lot from that night, but I do remember. Who did that to me? <laughs> Somebody get the uh, the intern. What's his name? And literally no one in the room can remember his name. And this like very haphazard looking bug eyed boy comes running in. He's like, uh, yeah, uh, sorry. What, what did you guys want? Uh, you got the phone where we got the tip with the dropped pen. He's like, oh, yeah. And he brings you a... Uh, who would it be from? Who would get the tip? Like, who would have this dropped pen? Uh, there's just like the the constant emails that come in. And yeah. If, and they scour through. Like, so it's what literally the, intern. the email goblin. All of the messages incoming from social media and stuff come to my phone. So uh, yeah, it's this. 
and he hands you his phone and immediately disappears out of the room. Okay, yeah, so uh, that's all I need from you guys if you want to head out. That's, uh, I think I read it was 83.6 miles away, so you're going to want to get out. That way you can get back in time. Cal is kind of confused. He's like, so we'll find the pin out there that someone dropped? (laughs) Yeah, and she like smiles at the rest of the room. Julius gets up from his seat and looks at her and is like, oh yeah, by the way, my, uh, my uncle says hi. And he at no point has texted his uncle. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She just kind of blinks at you for a second. Who are you? Julius makes a mental note and goes to walk near Callan. Oh, you're producing for Mr. Cal. Mr. Cal, have a good time. Bye. Thank you, Isabella. I certainly will. Can I catch the intern that's walking away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you guys head out out of the conference room and heading out towards the front door, you see him. He's pacing back and forth somewhere. He's just like talking to himself. I just kind of do a quick run up to him. Hey, man, can I like check out the email that you got that had this pin in it? Yeah, absolutely. And he, he takes the phone from you and scrolls through it and clicks on it and hands it back to you. Perfect. Then I'm going to start searching this phone. Okay. With either CompSci or Sigint. Oh, yeah. Go CompSci on it. Go computer science, I'm, I'm trying please. to find... Go fucking CompSci on that phone. <laughs> I'm doing like hackery stuff to find IP addresses and all sorts of Absolutely. things. Absolutely. Uh, in the meantime, I do want to text my uncle and like... Okay. Luke, see what's up. You can text your uncle. <laughs> that was always allowed. I know. That's why I Oh, he's doing it in-game it. now, though. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh well, I was... Could you text your actual uncle and tell him I say hi? <laughs> Which one? either dave or <laughs> i'm not gonna text dave fuck dave no text dave i'll text donnie donnie's a cool one <laughs> <laughs> luke gave the shocker when he said that <laughs> joe what'd you roll there's a 65 on a 60 Ooh, do you want to spend luck i ain't got it oh shit okay for some reason, uh, it's coming from a, a blocked IP. Uh, it seems that it was run through. You can tell it's actually a specific IP that a, a VPNs use, uh, and you recognize it as being like, oh, they blocked where they came from. Ah, oh, dang. This guy's a little bit tricky, guys. I, I mean, we might want to have our, our wits about us. I don't know if this is like above board or whatever because they're like hiding their tracks he's a little bit tricky but i'm a little bit rock and roll i think we can do it <laughs> i've actually just uh texted my uncle to see if he has any information about this uh story i mean at the end of the day it's like a follow-up to the story we did in the corn in the crab farm right cal like gives you a pained expression for a second thinking about that day i i suppose so i was also speaking in jest earlier i prefer jazz <laughs> Oh, I know. I knew it was a joke, dude. You, it was a good one, man. Oh, thank you. Anchor, good? Oh, dude, of course, anchor, good. Thank you, Beck. Either way, we should definitely get out there. The door of the conference room swings open wide real quick, and Isabella Kaya is standing there, and she's like, oh, yeah, shit, one more thing. Completely forgot, slipped my mind. We figured you might need another pair of hands since this seems like whatever. You don't know, like, what it is. So we figured since you're out for the day, we'll send a a PA with you. She said her name was Stevie, and then Isabella Kaya disappears back into the conference room, and you see 
Stevie is a scrawny little dude wearing cigarette-legged jeans and an oversized black hoodie. She has earbuds plugged into her ear holes and a thick wall of dark, wavy hair covering their eyes, nose, and top lip, only revealing a black lipstick-covered bottom lip pierced with a small hoop. And you say they don't have ears, just holes? <laughs> well, the earbuds themselves are plugged into the holes. There are the flappy parts around. Uh... <laughs> Hello, Stevie. Your ears are normally flappy. I'm Cal Colorado. Hi, Mr. Colorado. It's nice to meet you. Uh, I'm Stevie. Can I get you anything? Hi, uh, Stevie. It's nice to meet you guys. What's your name? Is it? Is this the first time that Beck would have met this person? Because it sounds like a, somebody who Beck would be friends with, for sure. Yeah, this is a new... You've known it. Hey, Stevie, what's going on? Good to meet you. Hi, yeah, it's nice to meet you, too. I like your I like your vibe. I, I'm digging yours, too. Nice. Hi there. Julius is, like, very intensely looking at his phone, like, trying to figure stuff out before we leave. I'm Stevie. Uh, taking me a Sunday? Um, uh, okay. Like Chick fil A. <laughs> Julius looks Sunday. back up at. Like Chick fil A. <laughs> Julius looks back up at Stevie, having no idea what Chick fil A means. <laughs> Dude, taking back Sunday like Chick fil A would be a pretty good, like, Christian oh. Kanye lyric. That would be really good on one hey, of his Jesus songs. Luke, Luke finally gets it. <laughs> Julius, uh, absolutely not. Looks back up and just says, "Make damn sure." Uh, yeah, nice. And he just like goes back to texting on his phone. Julius is preoccupied with his uh, with his important work, but I'm sure you'll gel quite well with the team. We're happy to have you along today. Oh, thank you, Mister Colorado, sir. It's it's nice to meet a legend such as yourself. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, young person. And to work underneath you and, and Mr. Wilder here, who has, I mean, a long and storied history as, as a grade-A cameraman. Oh, dude, my reputation precedes me. And I'm sure Mr. Summers here will prove himself worthy of a producer title for the two of you. Julius's ears perk up at that, and he puts his phone in his pocket. He's like, yes. Do you guys want any drinks before we get going? Any caffeinated beverages? Oh, yeah, dude. I'll take one of my energy drink. (laughs) Totally. I would love a Coca-Cola. And for you, Mr. Summers? Do you have black water? Uh, Yeah, I'm sure I could find some. Um, If not, I'll take energy drink. (laughs) Okay, I'll meet you guys out of the van. City energy drink. The energy (laughs) drink that just gets you by. (laughs) Just enough juice not to blow your brains out. I'll meet you guys out at the van. Yeah, I think we head down to the van, uh, but it's kind of eaten up at Beck that he couldn't crack that phone. He felt like this was an easy thing. You find out who sent the pin. That's like iPhone shit. That's that's just basic shit. Damn. That hurts. As Julius gets down to the van, he wants to drive, but he's going to wait and see like if the intern is going to try to drive or not. Well, you guys, just the three of you out there. Oh, just three of us? Yeah, while she's grabbing your drinks. Cal is looking over like Beck's shoulder at the at the phone, and he points at the pen. What's this pen? Is that where the pen is? That Yeah, man, that's exactly right. You nailed it. That's where we're going. It's, somebody told us that this is where we got to go, and this is like a visual representation of that. Because there's a pen there. Yeah, you know, like um, when you're looking at it like a map on a wall, 
and like you're like saying, "Hey, I've been there before." So you take a thumbtack and you put it in. Oh there? yes, I, I see the pen on your phone. It's like that. That's where the pen is. That, yeah. Could I take a look? Sure. And he uh, hands Julius the phone. Somebody give me a ones dice, please. <laughs> a ones? Just a ones? Computer science, baby. Oh, Julius shit. hands the phone back to Beck. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> he, I said, I said, oh shit, because he rolled a sixty-five. Also, I don't know if that's. Oh, I thought you said oh shit because he like nailed it. Even with luck, I wouldn't pass my roll. So. <laughs> uh, back to the conversation back in Colorado heaven. I'm, I'm worried that you think that we're gonna go there and like find a physical pin there, and that's not the yes, case. Someone right. dropped a pen, and right. it's the key to unraveling the God Corporation. Now I see what you were asking for sure, dude. No, so there's like not a physical pin. Like when we get there, this is just like the lingo we use today to say like go to a place. You dropped a pen. Yeah, yeah, kinda. And this pin is where that pen is? Yeah, but there's not a pin there. Cal, there's There's uh, a pen. There's there's a pin. Cal, there's a uh, application on your phone called either Google Maps or <laughs> Apple Maps. When you go to show somebody... Yes, my daughter drops pins to me all the time. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's the pin that we're talking about. And this is a pin to the pen. There's no pin. Ah. I mean, let's not rule out the fact that there could be a pin there. There could be dude. a pin. You guys turn back from this conversation, and uh, Stevie Goddle is closing the door to the can van after getting in the driver's seat. And Stevie Goddle? Did you mess that up? <laughs> or what? is that just a slip of the tongue? Oh, that's a slip of the tongue. <laughs> Stevie gets you Our out to intern. the Goddle company. <laughs> this, this NPC seemed like really cool, but I didn't realize they were a fucking like, plant for the Goddle for. Can I go pee and then uh, yes. figure out what I'm going to do with a Goddle in our van? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I don't actually have to pee. I'm just kidding. We're going to stick a pin in them. <laughs> My eyes got so big. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Jesus. <laughs> just yes and it. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. She's a goddle. Cool. <laughs> Tight. Season two, almost over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have your grandchild. <laughs> we know about the pen. <laughs> Let's get going. As you guys turn away from this conversation that you're having, you notice that Stevie has gotten into the driver's seat of the can van and has slammed the door and and has started the can van. And uh, she rolls down the window and is like, Hey, everybody, uh, I've got your drinks ready in here for you. Cal, like, nods approvingly and then says to everybody else, Get in, losers. We're making news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cal. <laughs> yeah, Julius hops in and he's uh, scrolling through TikTok to see, like, what kind of cool stuff we can do for a TikTok this time. Awesome. Because uh, I haven't talked to my uncle recently, but I'm sure that that's what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I've pretended to many times. but <laughs> For sake of you not screwing us over later, the van is stocked with all my equipment already. Yes. Oh, Joe, you forgot to pack your camera. You Actually, didn't say anything yeah. about packing your camera. Sorry, you didn't roll to check if the van had been robbed <laughs> while it was parked outside the studio. <laughs> Luke never said he actually got into the van. 
<laughs> so how are you guys doing with that, Julius? No, you're you're. He's, he's back at the station. You were very good about like not jamming he's pretending like that. To text his uncle. And I feel that's just the thing. Don't do that to your players if you're like yeah. a, a, a role player. Like, oh, you forgot to say Simon Says. <laughs> yeah, don't play fucking Simon Says with your players. That's a great rule of thumb for role, for role playing. Can I re- reiterate out of character real fast? Isabel Crane has or Isabella Kaya. Isabella Kaya. Has, <laughs> can I reiterate real quick? Isabella Kaya has sent us to investigate a secret company town yeah which is really fucking exciting and Uh weird and crazy yep okay cool julius is stoked but preoccupied with his uncle you're like looking at fucking tiktok well i'm like like, why did i why did i have to find this out from isabella kaya and not my uncle Mm. but then also looking up the the like the songs we should use in the background of our TikTok once we make exact yeah like trending hashtags <laughs> yeah. today and Stevie notices that there are some very cool driving gloves sitting up on the dash. Oh, sorry. Does someone else normally drive? Julius kind of glances up and just goes, "Hmm, put them on." Oh, may I? Put them on. <laughs> and, she, and she gets a plus 10 drive <laughs> oh fuck yeah she does <laughs> and she rolled an odd too yeah tight nice. <laughs> okay so you guys head outside of the city immediately your uh your can van jammed in this city traffic just right off the bat and it takes a while to to get out into the interstate and stevie's staying pretty quiet until you get out on the highway but once you're out she kind of looks in the rearview mirror and she's like, do, "So, do you guys, um, do you guys believe in ghosts?" Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah. Have you seen one? No. Oh. Some people at the station would tell you you're looking at one. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. I mean, I've seen I've seen things that I that like <laughs> like they could be, dude. What sort of ghosts are you? talking about oh i just mean like anything do you guys like think aliens are real? i'm just like i just want to know like where your mind's at you know <laughs> you'd be like you'd be like stupid not to believe in aliens just like probabilities or whatever my dudes like they gotta be out there i you know in college decided that they're out there nice i want to believe whoa that's like Mulder, dude who it's like a spooky dude who's like into spooky stuff on a show. You're like that dude. Well, I am on a show. Oh, yeah. It's like double that way. Yeah. A pleasant conversation is always back. <laughs> the conversation continues and veers off into different directions. And then it kind of dies down again. And she gets that same sort of sound in her voice. And she's like, well, what do you guys think about? Like, do you think it's possible to be like rich and be a good person like do you think money corrupts absolutely are you talking about godle money or like well i mean more money than you make well certainly more money than i make but i mean if we're heading out we all certainly make a lot more money than you but does that make us bad people well i guess that's what i'm asking do you think that making more money has made you a worse person there was this one time where like i was like putting on a coat for like the first time i had like for all year and in that pocket there was 20 bucks and i took that 20 bucks and i took cal and our old producer out to the foundry and i got them all shots with it so i mean i guess i'm kind of a case in point that it doesn't have to corrupt absolutely 
I was rich, and I helped my friends. Wise words, Beckworth. <laughs> I like that. Goddle money, though? Yeah, what about, like, goddle money? Goddle money, though. Well, it's a good thing none of us have to worry about that. Yeah. For sure. Human? <laughs> Humid on Cal for having that much money. No, I'm saying that is like uh, I'm. Re- oh, I thought it was Julius. I was. Yeah, no, yeah. It's Julius is related to the person that owns oh, the news network. Right. <laughs> oh, well, and I yes. got my job because I they own the news that. network. I I don't think that's like Goddle money though, or even it, no, close, it's right? Not. Like, that's like Monsanto money versus KY three money. Well, like better than KY three, yeah, but big but, city but, but news not, money, but not right. like uh, not like generational billions. No, exactly. But Julius likes to think that it is. <laughs> <laughs> I I think you're gonna be just fine. I'll be okay. Just not enough to be a supervillain. <laughs> How's it affected you? I believe that I'm rich, and I th- you can tell from like what I've said that we're all rich, Luke. In friendship, it, you know that like Julius knows he's rich. Okay, but d- like he doesn't want he doesn't want you guys to know that. But now you do. <laughs> doesn't want us to know it, or doesn't want us to treat you differently because of it. The first because of the second. Yeah, gotcha. When you're about an hour outside the city, you exit the interstate to a highway, to a smaller highway, to a country road, to another country road, and the only signs around are for attractions behind you with an easy place to turn around within a minute of each sign. And eventually, the country road goes from asphalt to gravel, and a sign says, road closed ahead. Please turn back. Are we still on track to like where it's telling us to go? Yeah, how far away from the pin? Stevie pulls up the navigation on her phone and kind of holds it up near the uh, rear view mirror to show you guys. And it's like, it says we're still going the right way. Should I just keep going? How far? It looks like less than a mile. Keep forward going. Okay. Uh, and she keeps driving and keeps going. It twists. It turns, it's a gravel road. The gravel road turns to dirt. And at this point, there's just no signs anywhere. There haven't been like street lights for miles at this point. Here you see a sign that says, stop, dead end, no outlet. I'm still going though. Uh, There's another sign up there. She points and as you guys approach that one, it says danger, road closed. I think these signs are designed merely to keep looky-loos out. But we're the (laughs) looky-news. She's like nervously laughing at that hilarious joke. At this point, Beck is, like I said, he's always taking B-roll out the windows and stuff. But at this point, he's kind of crawled up to the front between the passenger and the driver and is filming out the front, getting good shots of what we're seeing as it's coming up on us. Stevie, I think that you should just keep driving. The road turns and suddenly... You see that the road stops. The dirt turns into a thick wall of brush. So thick, so tall, that you can't see through or over it. And it goes left and right in all directions. And it's actually so thick, almost on either side of the road, that you wouldn't be able to walk too far into it before you're waist high and verdant detritus. Waist high though? Uh, yeah, after a little bit, yeah. It'd be about waist high. So we can see you over Oh, no, 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 sorry. On the left and right, it's waist high. Ahead of you, it's like 
three stories high of just like thicket and trees and there's kudzu like laying over the top of these trees so thick that you can't see through it. Does it seem natural? Does anyone have any sort of science role or, or knowledge about plant life? You roll me an intelligence at a negative 40 if you'd like. I'll try it. I'll do that. <laughs> 98. fail no matter what I get. You, how, how many did you say minus? 40. Yeah, I would. that would put me at a 30 and I rolled a 34. Oof. Very close. Ouchie. So you're not sure uh, whether this, this plant life uh, naturally grows in this area, but it looks, you know, it, it it's growing right next to all this other stuff. It seems seamless as it grows into it all, so. Do you guys know if we have a license to film in Egypt? I get it. But fucking Egypt, where we are. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the correct term, but that was the joke. What is the correct term? Bum fuck Egypt. No, it's it's butt fucking Egypt. <laughs> it's, if we're talking out of character, it's bum fuck Egypt. It's, if we're talking out of character, <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm. I looked at the tower. You were totally right about that. But oh, redemption. <laughs> BFE stands for either bumfuck or buttfuck Egypt. <laughs> so we're both right. Somebody on a Reddit thread says bout fucking Egypt, which is just dumb. That's Reddit, baby. It's got to be about your butt, you know, because that's what you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Does your butt hurt? Do you want it to? Uh, <laughs> Julius makes that joke and then like, whether or not Cal liked it, he feels a deeper connection to Cal. But also has Good. no idea if these plants are real or not. <laughs> We've stopped the van at this point. Yeah, it's... Like, the road has ended. Yeah, but the pen shows on the other side of of this, like, wall. Beck wants to get out and take a camera and go as close to the thicket as he can and just kind of shove the lens in there and do a big, as hard a, a, big a zoom as he can on this lens. And just see if he sees if the lens penetrates better than his eyes can. What's ahead? Okay, go ahead and uh, roll video. Videographer. While he rolls that, can I roll to see if I can find like a something to cut through these vines? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? This is a. I have an eighty in this, and I rolled a ninety. No. God damn it. So as you shove it into there, you feel that it gets almost like trapped in a spot where some sticks were facing out away from you. You kind of pushed it in where it kind of latches back onto them as you try to pull the camera back out, but you're able to kind of wrestle it out without damaging the camera at all. Sure. And as you uh, look at through the viewfinder of what you just shot while it was out of your view completely, uh, you see that it zooms into a leaf. <laughs> As this happens, Julius is like, he's the new producer. He wants to just like get to the story as fast as possible and thank you. I knocked my ones off earlier. <laughs> Will a two find me something to cut through this in the van? Yeah, a two will. So what is in the van that can cut through some thick brush? With a two, there's a machete in there for some reason. (laughs) No, so the van used to have... Giant scythes on the the wheels that are still... The van used to have like little like curtains. Forward, Stevie. 
The van used to have curtains in the back uh, so that like people could edit in the back while they drove. Awesome. Uh, but they, it's now there's just no windows. <laughs> and for six months, Beck lived in there. <laughs> Lay, <laughs> laying down underneath one of the seats, there's like the like slider thing that the curtain rod the the, cur- the curtain rod yeah. yeah so i grab the curtain rod yeah yeah, yeah. so you grab and the I curtain sw- rod and you start swiping whacking, through yeah. and as you're doing that uh, stevie's kind of gotten out of the van as well and is putting her hands in it and just kind of like moving them around i don't know uh maybe there's something here and then you guys hear a boom julius you feel like you've connected with something thick and steel with this rod. Like it feels like metal on metal. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, we're talking certain parts of the periodic table in your hands here. <laughs> Have I like, like before I hit the metal, did I the cut- The hard parts? <laughs> before I hit the metal, did I like cut any like foliage? Yeah, I mean, you can keep kind of pushing it away from where you've dunked and right. you can see that there's a bit of steel, the the plant life growing up on it and around it. As soon as uh, Beck heard the donk, he would have whipped around and started filming what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah, Julius is just going to use the curtain rod to try to, like, scrape stuff off of the, like, metal that he hit to, mm-hmm. like, try to reveal whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And as you do so, you notice that there seems to be some paint on the steel as you push the thicket and brush and all of this plant life out of the way with your <laughs> with curtain your, rod, with your curtain rod, you push enough away to show where this this paint on the steel is is showing. There's actually an arrow, and you reveal an arrow that's pointing to the left. And as you push more away, there's above it. It says door. What color arrow? You move some more. Is a yellow arrow? Oh, yeah, sorry, it's gonna it's a, be yellow. No, fuck, it's a green arrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that damn, makes sense dude. if you're wanting to hide it. Yeah. And green is pretty industrial and like a yeah, good choice. And like a, a <laughs> good good choice a modern evil there. corporation that wants to hide that it's an evil corporation. That's right. Yellow on like steel is just classic bad guy shit. I look at Beck, obviously just like pointing to like get some footage of what I've just revealed. Yeah. Beck sets up a nice shot that has it centered. Perfect. Yeah, I want to just start clearing whether it's like scraping or swiping or whatever I need to do to get to where that arrow is pointing. And the sun is coming into full force. It's about 10.30 a.m. now on this July 5th. But it's going to be cloudy later in the day, so the sun right now is <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's doing what it it's doing everything it can while it can. <laughs> Would you say it's around ninety six degrees at this point in time? Yeah, but it feels like ninety eight, and sweat is is picking up. You are actively getting moist while yeah. and uh, I'm while like whacking. Work. I'm like. I'm going all out, whacking uh, with this curtain curtain rod rod that is like so bent. (laughs) 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 Little pieces of it are like falling off while I'm doing it. You guys look back, you see Stevie is crushing her second canned cold brew of of the trip. (laughs) And she brings over uh, one energy drink to Mr. Wilder and uh, brings another Coke over to Mr. Colorado. She somehow kept it cold. She's like, I brought a cooler. Stevie, you are 
Thank you. Oh, I, <laughs> you said everything. I, a newsman without words. Oh, wow. What a compliment. Stevie, would you? Am I a wonder? <laughs> like an improv podcaster without words. It never happens. Julius, yeah, asks Stevie, would you mind? And oh. hands her the curtain rod. Yeah, for sure. First of all, I mean, energy drink is funny, but like, when we get Coke as a sponsor, <laughs> I'll be the one laughing. <laughs> you guys are going to wish you said monster. <laughs> Call your shots. We can't. We wouldn't get Red Bull. <laughs> so Stevie will take this crumpled. <laughs> In my mind, it's it's mostly crumpled, but there's like one foot of like solid curtain rod. Yeah, piece. and uh, she's going to use that to just basically push up against the steel where you've left off and then drag it forcefully uh, to the left is just kind of heading toward this arrow. You guys have made it probably eight feet of clearing by this point and it's taken like 15 minutes. Can I do like a search roll through this foliage to see if I can find more of an easy point of access? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and roll. Wait, I'm okay. Yeah, I was afraid of that. That's a 66 on a 60. That's a critical failure. Oh, man. I, you I, went to the right. Well, I like I trip <laughs> into some of the foliage, like trying to point out something, and a bunch of our progress is eliminated, I think. Like 15 more minutes of hacking because I brought down a bunch of vines and shit. And Cal, as you trip, I think I see something, fellas. You trip and knock over a bunch of vines, uh, which at first everyone thinks is going to cause a a deep impediment, but it actually reveals a thick metal hatch door. And as you begin to pick yourself up off the ground, you look down and see that you have fallen into poison oak. Oh. Oh. I was wondering, I was like, we can't go through the door. It came from a crit fail. I was going to say. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're not going to go that way. It seems like you really screwed up, and that's the bad thing Cal, that happened. Cover that up slowly. <laughs> we never saw the hatch. <laughs> Cal's like, no, my news hands. <laughs> so until you get this cleared up, you're going to be at a negative 20% because you're going to be dealing with how itchy you are. To everything? Yeah. Okay. Stevie, Stevie, do you have any salve? Actually, you know what? It's going to give you a plus. It's going to take away 20 on everything, but it's going to give you a plus 20 on grip because you're way more focused on your own body than the world around you. That's <laughs> that's really cool. I thought you meant grip. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, Zach, think about that. Plus 20 to climb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's because your hands are so sticky from yeah. them being just my, blisters. My, my, my cow ooze. Let's <laughs> me cling to walls. No. I actually really like that. Like physical pain keeps you distracted from, from your mental pain. Yep. Yeah. Flagellation, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so plus 20 grip, minus 20, everything else. Yep. Whoa, Cal, you did it, man. That's that's the door. <laughs> I suppose I did. Let's see if there's a pen behind there. <laughs> no, no. Cal, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's see if there's a pen. I need you guys to stand back. Uh, for a little bit, obviously, we need you to record the whole thing, and we you're the vase. And I try to open the hatch up. As you turn the wheel of this enormous metal hatch, 
clunk into open unlocked position and with almost a uh, a free momentum without giving any weight push as at if all, it was like a hydraulic uh system to yeah open up. this door just i'm gonna do it again wait is it going like <laughs> this or like this uh like a normal door like a normal I thought you door said it was a hatch yeah i know i was picturing on the ground too oh I, you uh, said he, he fell onto like a like a metal door i, I, I only use the word hatch and I, i've done i keep doing this to you guys but when i say hatch i just mean one of those like a thick metal doors SpongeBob like in a, doors. in a submarine yeah like a spongebob door but That's not right. necessarily round exactly gotcha right. yeah this is measuring okay cool i got you perfectly <laughs> Uh, like 007 A door shit. that you open with a cool spinny thing. <laughs> yeah, the cool spinny thing right. does that noise. Those can be round, but this okay. one is not. Just to make sure, this is vertical door leading into the structure that we were previously hacking at, right? Yep. And it's the one that the arrow was pointing at. Mm-hmm. That too. Cool. I go in if it opens. Beck wants to f- turn on the light of his camera. It is not dark on the other side. In fact, it's quite bright. And as the three of you walk through, Stevie right behind you on your tail, carrying all of Beck your gear. Beck has a tail, by the way. <laughs> riding Beck's tail. Stan Stevie. Listening to Julius's tail. <laughs> on the other side of this enormous and lush impediment is a vast opening with plenty to unpack. You said vast opening with plenty to unpack. First, you see an unnecessarily massive bridge, 20 meters tall and 100 meters long. This bridge is a minimalist construction showcasing the steel that seems to be the only way over this deep, wide, and foggy ravine. On your side of this bridge, a single simple steel train car is waiting in a simple steel single train car sized train station presumably here to take you across this awe inducing chasm on the outside of this minimalist depot above a wall of lockers is a sign that says welcome to grover's gorge founded by frank Goddle in 1945 by necessity, not choice. 